hello there good day how are you doing has been your day i hope you are very well you know i've been having good thoughts concerning you i've been you know <laughs> having very wild thoughts concerning you and um, i believe all those thoughts will come to pass in your life in the name of jesus they are thoughts of peace they are not thoughts of evil and they are meant to bring you to a place of your healing of your deliverance so i am super excited to be speaking again in this podcast i'm so 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 blessed to have you you know on this journey to your wholeness and your healing welcome 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 my name is still abisola olabode elizabeth the conveyor of thy and the one who is heavily cheering you on this journey to your healing do you know i have two books published yes i have two books published one is um, tender mercies um 30 healing scriptures for the sexually abused and the other one is a children book you know the title is best friend forever <laughs> you know you love to get that book for your children you know and anyone you know it teaches you know biblical truth and um and standards for children right so let's get right into our teaching for today wow do you know there's a lot of condemnation going on around in the hair you know there's so much condemnation going on around in the news you know facebook social media everywhere you just see the hair of condemnation all around and for once you think well i didn't do anything wrong but then <laughs> the hair is still all around like there was one day um i did something right and all of a sudden it seems as though i had done the wrong thing you know in this in this world yeah it is in this world you do something right and then you feel as if what you've done right is wrong you know because there's so many things out there to condemn you know the world has set a standard of evil to be their good and so when you try to do something right something good the world is seeing you as oh it does it does she think she's the only one does she think she can do it better didn't she go through this thing too you know there's so much condemnation going on around but you know what the good news is that jesus does not condemn in fact he doesn't condemn and any voice that condemns know that it is not from the lord any voice that tells you you know your horrible past and what you have done wrong and tries to condemn you can never be the lords what it does is to admonish you what it does is to encourage you it does not condemn you it does not condemn the wrongs done against you it does not yeah it yeah sorry it condemns the wrong done against you but it does not condemn you as a person why because it cannot condemn his image his likeness it can't condemn it And so 1 John 3:20 says whenever our acts in tormenting self accusation makes us feel guilty and condemn us we are in God's hands he is above and greater than our consciences our heart and he knows he perceives and understands everything 
nothing is hidden from him what is that trying to tell you that is trying to tell you that even if you condemn yourself god does not condemn you even if this the this um the environment the society condemn you god doesn't condemn you you know you find a couple of believers saying oh i feel condemned because i've done something wrong oh i feel you know like this because i did this because i fell into sin well that is the devil that is not god god can never he doesn't condemn i mean can you just justify a loving father condemning his son no he judges right and his judgment is just but he does not condemn people he con- even when his children are falling into sin and sin and sin he will never condemn you he will always put his love out there that you know you see it and you receive his love because when you receive the love of the father you will not sin you will not go against him and even if you do you know that there is a god there there is a god that will answer you that is arms open wide to receive you you know the experience of uh, the prodigal son just came to my mind right now the prodigal son did something very very wrong and bad you know going to your father and say whoa give me my own share i'm not hoping you, you you have refused to die so what is it die you 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 know greed died and give me my own share and the father just like god gave him a share and he left and because we are human we are bound to make mistakes he wasted it he wasted everything his father had given to him he spent it on women he spent it you know doing the the wrong things even if he had invested it that money would still have come to nothing why because he did not follow the right road to get him the money so he wasted it and then one day he was living as a he was living as a slave eating the food of slaves and he just thought to himself ah what am i even doing here ah i believe it he just came to his senses and be like what well, i know my father he will never condemn me he is a loving father Will it not be nice for me to return to his house and even face the consequences of my actions down to be here experiences and um, experiencing the experience of slaves and he thought oh i know my father i mean the love of the father he knows in his heart compelled him to stand up upon his feet and he just made that decision to go home and you trust the father when he sighted his son from afar the father went out and hugged him oh the father's love he hugged him he hugged him so tightly and placed a kiss on his head and he called his servant says come go and kill the father's cow do this do that set up the party you know my my son which was dead which was lost is now found that is god for you i mean his father would have been like you I don't want to see you in my house. You you did this, you do that, you did this and you are coming here to take what? Get out from my face. That is not God. God is not our mother. So I I I I think you know this. God is not human. He's not human. 
you know human beings can you know forgive you but they will they will speak to your head they will speak you down they will talk you down they will molest you but then and and, and then say okay i forgive you no that's not god god does not do that first and then forgive afterwards no he forgives he forgives without having you know the 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 records of your past he has blotted it out he had made a decision not to ref- not to remember it he says your sins and your iniquities i will remember no more i mean the society even religion has painted the god i mean their own god wrongly for us they tell you how god is angry at you god that's no god that can't be god he's not angry at you he's not so he's not angry at you he's waiting for you to come home he's waiting for you to take that that decision so god does not condemn it is the voice of the devil that accuses the people of God and that's why he is called the accuser of the brethren he accuses people every voice of accusation over your life is silenced in the name of Jesus that is the devil see anyone that likes to condemn people that likes to accuse people is sharing parts of the devil's ministry because it, it, it is the devil that condemns that accuses that points out someone's past and says see this person is not is not you know is not um um can't can't receive this because he has done this that is not god that is not your father so one thing you have to appreciate from the verse i read to you in first john 3 verse 20 is that god understands everything you know it took me time to get to know this about god i'm I'm telling you it took me time because i'm always anytime you know i i ought to pray in the night and probably i sleep off you know because i i i was enjoying the sleep and i did even you know and when i i I wake up and then i sleep back and then when i wake up in the morning i'm like oh what kind of a person am i how can a person sleep all through the night i begin to condemn myself i would not even pray throughout the day there was one time the Holy Spirit now helped me said, ah, if you have done something wrong, is it now the wisest thing to do to sit down in that wrongdoing? God does not condemn you. He should be the one to run to, not for not to run from. Why not go to God and say, Lord, help me. I've missed it again. Help me. How do we do this thing? See, how do you help me not to sleep all through the night? You know, we might have tangible reasons why, you know, we can sleep all through the night, but that is not God's, you know, ideal plan. He expects that we set apart some few hours of the day. It might be in the daytime, in the nighttime, wherever, to talk to him, to commune with him. And so I usually feel bad, but when I understood this fact, even when I mistakenly, which is not the norm, even when I mistakenly sleep off because of the stress that must have gone through, through throughout the day, I wake up thanking God and jumping jump, jump upon my feet and say, wow, thank you, Father. And even if it's 30 minutes I have before speeding up to do some things, I quietly pray to him and I, I know he hears me. But that doesn't mean I will not pray again, you know, until the night. I will still find some time to pray, even if it's just to mutter in tongues for an hour. I will do that. But this is just what I'm trying to say. No matter what you have done, God does not condemn you. 
it does not condemn you. He understands your highs. When you are, you know, you are in high spirit, you are doing well. And he understands your lows. He, un- he understands, you know, when you just don't feel like talking. You just don't feel like reading the Bible. He understands. Though he would want you to rely on his strength and on his grace to do what you, do, you wouldn't want to do. But he is not judging you. He is not judging you. The Lord understands you perfectly. Even when you refuse to forgive, he's not judging you. And that is why he has sent me to you, admonishing you that choose forgiveness and leave. Actually, unforgiveness, you know, is, is sickening. It can make a person wither. It can make a person become sickly. I tell you, because you are taking what belongs to the devil. Yeah. So what am I trying to say? God doesn't condemn you. God loves you. He is a loving God. I mean, he could have condemned the world and said, "Word, uh-uh. I send my prophets, you kill them. I send this one, you kill them. This word, I think I don't have anything to do with you again. But no, he still sent his only begotten son. Not when you are, you know, not when he knows, you know, how do I explain this? I receive grace in Jesus' name. He sent his only son, even even without our consent. Like, he didn't send it because we had already written some things down. And so, okay, when you send your son, no, I will accept you. No, he sent his only son while we were still in sin. Oh, my God. He sent his only son while we were still in sin. In sin. While we were still killing, we were still, you know, in, a, in, in fornication, in adultery. He sent his only son. That is the love of the Father. He will go all out. And that is what he's doing for you. He is going all out, sending me. To you, do you know what it takes for God to send someone? <laughs> oh, do you know what it takes on the part of the person He has sent to deliver the message to you? Did you know that people that God is using, you know, also have their downs and their their highs? Do you know that you know it? It might not be all you know perfect for the people God is using for you. But it does not matter because the will of God must be done. And that is why I am here telling you that the Lord loves you. He loves you. That is why he sent his son for you. He's not condemning you. He loves you. He loves you. Glory to God. Beloved, with him, you don't have to explain what went wrong and what didn't go wrong. How it happened. What you did. He knows everything. He understands your feelings. He remembers, you know, his love towards you. He knows the art that has been done against you. Even when no one understands you, be rest assured, <laughs> he understands you perfectly and is not judging you. 
He sees how hard you are trying to make everything become normal again. He sees everything. He sees how bad you feel when you are fornicated. If you, he knows how you know, very awful you feel when you have you have uh, masturbated. He knows how awful you feel when you have watched that pornography. He knows everything. He knows it all. But he is not condemning you. He is trusting that you will reach out and receive the love of God is love see you have to know that the goal of the enemy is to steal whatever belongs to God in you if you give him the opportunity to he's going to steal it the goal of the enemy is to steal that sense of worthiness you have so that it can penetrate into the core of your being. But God is trusting that you will not let him steal it. When the enemy can penetrate into the core of your being and you know steal the sense of worthiness, it will not make you go to God. You feel God is angry at me, don't let him don't let me pray. Whereas God is saying, Come to me, let us discuss, let us talk together. Uh, the Bible says, I think in Isaiah, are your sins red like 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 brimstone come i will wash it are your sins so much that you can't even breathe come i will forgive you and i will even remember it anymore you must guard your heart and never feel condemned anytime you feel condemned tell yourself that is not the voice of god that is the voice of the devil and shut that voice down if he says ah you know uh uh-uh. you that just slept um a husband's um a, a guy's house last night you are raising your holy hand tell him yes i'm raising my holy hands the lord has forgiven me but that does not mean you should continue Mm-mm. that does not mean you should continue you should not continue you should not continue don't continue you know the beauty is that you sin probably and the lord forgives you not that you begin to sin over and over and over and over again no that's not god's plan no no scripture says can we continue in sin that grace may abound why because sin is not just an act it is the nature of the person who has the sin which is the devil for example how do you know a child of god you know a child of God probably because the person is behaving like God. God's like, you know, doesn't fight, it's at peace, preaches the word, goes to church, speaks in tongues, gives and all the rest. That's how you know a child of God. A child of God can be known. A child of the devil too can be known. How do you know a child of the devil? The person commits sin over and over again and does whatever the devil tells him or her to do. So when you continue in sin, you are invariably telling, you know, yourself that you are not a child of God. Do you understand? Because a child of God does not sin. Jesus has conquered sin challenge for you. You don't have to sin. It is your choice to sin. Because he's giving you the power to say no to sin and it becomes no. And I'm sure some of you might be battling with addictions. Even when you try to say no, you find yourself doing it and all the rest. But you should, you, you should know that you have to seek counseling. It is much more than you can handle. There is a spirit involved. Yes, I'll tell you the truth. When you begin to say, you know, to 
to do some things you know that is pushing you something that is pushing you to do ungodly things it is it is as if you cannot control yourself you are always you know being pushed that urgency to do it do it do it do it do it you should know that that battle you cannot fight yourself you need someone to counsel with you you need someone to believe with you you need someone that will be that you'll be accountable to by the way do you know the power of god can destroy any habit of sin any addiction do you know that oh now you know the power of god in the holy spirit can destroy everything scripture says the anointing breaks the yoke the yoke of addiction sexual addiction that is a yoke the anointing breaks it is it the yoke of lying the anointing breaks it is, is it the yoke of you know trying to please people the anointing breaks it is it the any kind of yoke the anointing breaks every yoke who is the anointing the anointing is the spirit of god the holy spirit So if you are still battling with addiction know that the holy spirit can break that yoke and that's why I counsel with people you cannot afford not to speak in tongues you can't afford not to well that's a topic for another day if you need help you know in that aspect i mean you you need some teaching along the aspect of you know um, the holy spirit reach out to me i am more than willing i tell you i'm more than willing to put you through in the name of jesus so remember remember that the lord is not condemning you anytime you sense the feeling of condemnation tell yourself that god is not condemning me so i won't condemn myself remember the lord's word to the woman charged with adultery he said neither do i condemn thee go and sin no more that is the word of jesus neither do i condemned you go and sin no more like the way jesus told the adulterous woman is telling you to neither do i condemn you favor neither do i condemn you abiola neither do do i condemn you ajoke neither do i condemn you bola neither do i condemn you glory neither do i condemn you favor Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we leave it here today. We will be we'll, we'll, we will um continue tomorrow. God bless you. Keep winning. Keep being in charge. I love you and I'm cheering you up. I believe so much in you. You know, I am that gift of God to you for the now. God bless you richly in Jesus name. Amen. Bye.